Baby girl, who told you money doesn't grow on trees? Or let me guess, someone told you money is the root of all evil. While this seems like good reasoning and legit, let me let you in on a little secret. This is why you're still broke. Wealth is a mindset. Wealth is in your daily habits. Wealth is for everyone, not just the chosen few. My name is Candace Young. I'm a credit repair expert. I love long walks to the bank, and I'm determined to help you embrace your finances so you can be confident in building wealth regardless of your current income. Welcome to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's time to start building wealth now. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Money Mindset Queen podcast. It's your girl, Candice Young, and I will be your host as usual. I am super excited for this episode. We're going to jump into some really exciting things about credit, because as you guys know, we are taking a deep dive into credit and all things credit. But first things first, you know, I got to check on my tribe. I hope you guys are feeling good today, this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever it might be that you are sitting down to listen to the podcast. And I hope that you had an amazing weekend. I hope that you feel rested and I hope that you feel ready to attack the week. With that being said, happy money making Monday. For those of you who may not know, or for those of you that are new here, that's the exact reason we dropped the episodes on Monday, because it's money making Monday. You're starting off your week. You're figuring out how much money you want to make this week and how you're going to make it happen. So happy money making Monday. You should greet everyone like that today, period. Just let them know you're getting to the bag and that's on that. But anyway, again, I hope you guys are feeling great. Again, I hope you guys had an amazing weekend and I'm so thrilled that you decided to pull up with me today. If you've been following along for season two, you already know we're taking a deep dive into credit. We did a lot of talking about money early on in the season, why you need more money, how to make more money, right? How to, how to select meaningful side hustles, things that will just light a fire inside of you, right? Like how all things money, all things money, all things money. And what I had to remind my tribe of last week is that I, this entire operation, this entire situation stems from your credit queen. When I started this journey, I named myself your credit queen on Instagram for a reason. My biggest focus when I started this business was credit repair, credit management, credit maintenance, all things credit. So it's only right that we get into credit and we get into it deep. Right. So we we need to understand credit. We need to understand how to build it, how to maintain it, how we ruin it. Right. So we don't do that. We need to understand how to build it. There are so many things that go into keeping a healthy credit profile. And I want to get into those things with you. So last week, if you pulled up on me last week, you know that we discussed the title of the episode was Credit is King, period. I think it might even be in capital letters. So go check that out if you haven't done so, because that's where I go into why credit is king. And that's what kicks off essentially this series on credit. 
because we we absolutely think that we know like, oh, pay your bills on time. Like, sure. Like, absolutely. There are there are definitely things out there that are great for your credit. But what about once your credit is ruined or what about if you don't have any credit? Right. And that's what we're going to jump into this week. We're going to get more and more granular into how to maintain healthy credit through the rest of this season. We'll talk about other things, obviously, you know what I mean? But I really want to get into the credit situation because there's such a lack of education in that space. I told y'all my story in season one. My mom told me to stay away from credit cards. Her intentions were amazing. She wanted to make sure that I didn't ruin my credit at a young age and have to build it back up and go through all the BS that it takes to build your credit back up, right? And little did I know, right? Like, or little did she know that you could just teach someone. My mom has immaculate credit, right? She could have just taught me how to manage credit. She was just like, don't do it because she been through it. She ruined it. And and if you're anything like me, like you went and, you know, you took that advice for a little while. But as soon as you saw an application for a store that you like, you filled out, you got a credit card. You got a credit card. It just is what it is. So I went to college in 04. This is still, I know that's mad long ago, but listen, <laughs> this is when people would set up tables on your campus and like legit, it's entrapment period. Like <laughs> they would legit be like, hey, you can get this credit card, $500 today, blah, blah, blah. I'm from that era. I'm from the era where they set up tables specifically to target. I went to a HBCU, right? We're not going to get into that today, but let's be clear. They set up tables to rope you in. And it's almost like you feel like I'd be dumb not to apply for this. Like, let me start building. Even if you have great intentions, let me start building credit. You don't have the money management skills. Okay. And that's why. That's why I talked about money so much in the beginning of the season, because when you think about it, you have to manage money first. You can't have a credit card at 15, 16 when some of us started working, but you can definitely learn how to manage money. That's why it's so important to be able to manage money well. However, managing money well is a, it directly correlates with managing your credit well. Because when you think about it, if you manage your money well, you'll make your payment every month on time, which is really the secret sauce to good credit. But once you miss one payment, it, it snowballs. It snowballs. And listen, there's a lot of situations currently, right, as you guys are listening to this episode that have caused people to ruin their credit that is out of their control. And I'm not talking about that, right? I'm not talking about that today because if it's out of your control, it's out of your control. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm talking about the people that have ruined their credit when things have been in their control. You haven't lost your job. You just haven't paid your bills. I joked, you know, like when the pandemic first hit and they started like, you know, doing relief programs and things like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'm definitely not paying my student loans. Like I'm about to use this time to like, you know, really stack some bread. Absolutely kidding. I'm going to pay my bills because praise God, my income was not touched during this pandemic. 
So I'm going to pay everything and I'm going to pay it all on time. Because I know that credit is king. Feel me? See what I did there? I just plugged in my last episode. Go listen to that after this if you haven't heard it yet. (laughs) But seriously speaking, I know how important credit is. And even more important than that, I know what credit can do for you. So in credit is king, we talked about how you're not always going to have money, but if you have good credit, that's almost like always having money, right? And that's why protecting your credit is so important. So I'm not just talking to the people that have ruined their credit, right? Because I've ruined my credit like twice and I've repaired it like twice, right? So I'm not talking to the people who, you know, I'm talking to everybody. You could be, you could have perfect credit right now. It's about maintaining that. You could have terrible credit right now. It's about repairing that. You could have, you could have no credit. It's about building credit, right? So either way, I'm talking to all y'all. And with that being said, what I want to get into on today's episode is literally all three of those scenarios, right? So no credit, terrible credit, perfect credit, right? There's not really any in between. Like when you're on the journey to fixing your credit, it's like, my goal is a 750, 800. Okay, cool. If you get to 615, like that's cool, but it's not, it's not your goal and, and legit. I mean, it doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? Like if you set a goal for your credit score, you want to be in the 700s, 800s, whatever that looks like. That means that in the interim, right, you just building. Okay. So let's start off with people who have zero credit. You got nothing. You got to build credit. You have to figure out a way to open a line of credit somehow, okay? And not only that, you got to pay them on time, okay? Y'all don't know the fiasco with my old Navy Gap card from college. I missed one $25 payment and ruined my life. Legit $25, bro. These days, it's like you go to brunch and you spend $25 and that's not even counting the mimosas, okay? So yeah, these days when I think back on that story, I'm just like, wow, dog, like $25 for real. It's like, I can't even believe like I let shit slip for $25. But look, though, that's okay. We learn, right? But this was me with zero credit. So no credit at all. And somehow I managed to ruin it with one credit card that had a $500 credit limit. Don't be like Candace. Okay, don't be like me. So if you ain't familiar with the story, I suggest you roll it back to season one and peep game because I'm going to tell y'all now, the story is deep. Like I really ruined my credit over $25. So don't be like me now. But obviously, right, I'm telling you guys to that don't have any credit that you have to build credit because sometimes no credit at all is it could be harmful to things that you're trying to do, like get an apartment, get a house, get a car, whatever the case might be. They don't know your spending habits and they don't know your patterns as it relates to managing money at the end of the day. So they're not just going to give you a line of credit. They're not just going to give you a car or a house. Like they need to see some patterns from you. They need to see some behaviors. Right. It's just like a relationship. At the end of the day, it is a relationship. You have a relationship with the credit bureaus. So in y'all relationships, you expect to see certain 
behaviors and you expect to see them consistently. And that's how the credit bureaus view us at the end of the day. So when it all comes down to it, you have to manage that relationship, but you have to start it. And the way you start it is by opening a line of credit. You don't always have to go Capital One, Discover, American Express. You don't always got to go OD hard. Like I went to go get laser hair removal and they opened a line of credit. I was able to use this cosmetic, right, procedure, right, as something to help build my credit. And that was something that really I didn't know until like a few years ago. I was like, whoa, y'all checking my credit? She was like, yeah, it's a soft inquiry or whatever. Because we open a line of credit for you to either finance the procedure or whatever, or you could pay it outright, right? And I was like, nah, like that sounds legit because at the time I was hip and I knew like, oh, this is going to help me build credit. This is like a line of credit. Like this is perfect. Like bring it on. Made every payment on time boosted my credit score, right? And when we get into credit repair, when we get into the nitty gritty of credit repair, you guys are going to see what I mean as it relates to you having to do the work as well. You could hire a credit repair person like myself, but there's still work for you to do. You don't just sit back and watch your credit score increase. You got to put in that work. You have to be disciplined. You have to be consistent. So open, so people who do not have any credit, my challenge to you is by the end of the year or in Q1 of next year, open up a line of credit, okay? Open up a line of credit. And my second piece of advice is do not miss a due date if you can help it, okay? I'm never gonna stop telling y'all the story about my Gap credit card and the $25, because when you think about it in hindsight, like my attitude was $25. Oh, please. Like, that's cool. Like I'll just pay 50 next month because I want to go to the civic center for a party. VUU stand up, shout out to Virginia union university, right? We used to go to parties at Virginia state all the time. And it was probably like, Oh, I need an outfit or something. So I'm not going to pay the bill. I'm going to go spend more money on the card and then I'll just pay the balance next month. Little did I know when you're late 30 days on your credit card, it snaps off on you. All of a sudden you got bad credit. One late payment, y'all. Okay, so don't be like me. Open up a line of credit and pay it on time. Nine out of 10, if you have zero credit, they're not going to give you a huge line of credit. So manage it well, make sure that you know at least the minimum payment and make sure that you pay it on time. If you can put it on auto draft, listen, (laughs) king shit, okay? Get her done, put it on auto draft, but don't let them for a second. Don't let it be nine o'clock on a due date and you haven't made that payment, period, point blank, okay? And that's my folks that got no credit. Open up a line of credit. I'm gonna get back with y'all in a couple months and check in with y'all. Next up... Let's get into the folks with perfect credit. I'm going to tell y'all right now. (laughs) Don't nothing. There is nothing on this planet that you could ruin quicker than your credit. I've seen people work so hard and make it to the 800s. And then all of a sudden it just frizzles up. 
and just dies. Like they make one mistake, one wrong move with one line of credit. They forgot the payment. It wasn't, they didn't set an alarm. They didn't know the due date. And all of a sudden, boom, credit down 30 points. Yikes. Or I'll do y'all one better. I just sat up in my seat in case y'all ain't feel that, but because I'm hype right now. But listen, you pay off a debt and they they take points off your credit. Like, come on, bro. Talk about a society that wants you to stay in debt. Meaning I pay off a debt and you're going to take points off my credit score? Like, dog, I'm just trying to get ahead, bro. That's why the credit bureaus is so greasy on the low, but that's okay because we know how to handle them. As long as you know how to handle them, this is the education. This is why I do what I do. This is exactly, I want more people to win with credit, with money, and just in life in general, right? So getting back to it, when we, when you think about having perfect credit and all of a sudden something happens to that score, whether it's, whether it's, you know, something that you did that was positive, like pay off a debt or whether you missed a payment that can be detrimental to your quote unquote perfect credit score. Because everybody has a number in their head of what's a perfect credit score. If your credit score is 600, you think that 730 is bomb. If your credit score is 730, you want to be 850. I don't care who you are. Everybody wants a higher credit score unless it's 850, period. So with that being said, it's extremely important to understand how to maintain your good credit score. Y'all worked hard for that shit. You hear me? Like, you made payments on time. You made prior, You made sacrifices. You made your credit a priority. Do not let something simple as forgetting a due date or not understanding how to manage the rest of your credit when you pay something off. So, for example, I paid my car off in May. My credit score did not drop. Okay? I had a friend who paid off their car. Their credit score dropped 30 points. Why do we think that is? Right? They was like, they w- we celebrated together. Yo, yo, I paid off my car. It's lit. It's lit. No car note. Right? Basically gave ourselves a raise because now every month we can pocket four or $500. Right? Okay, bet. Why did their score drop 30 points? <laughs> they didn't have enough credit to back it up. So you working super hard to save, you working super hard to pay things off and pay debts off. And what we're not realizing is that when you pay a debt off, you are actually hurting your credit profile. And if you don't have enough credit to back it up, meaning other lines of credit and positive credit lines that are backing that up, you will see a drop in your credit score. It'll come back, but you're going to see a drop. And nobody wants to see a drop in their credit score. Nobody. You're going to get it back, sure, because the same way you paid on that debt on time, you're paying on your other debt on time. But that's why you have to have multiple lines of credit. It can't just be one credit card or, you know, one credit card, one car note, and that's it. Because guess what? Once you pay that car note off, that erases all of the positive credit history that you built by paying that car note on time. Is y'all hearing me? Is this thing on? Like, come on. So perfect credit is also extremely hard. It's not extremely hard. Let me not say that. But perfect credit is also something that has to be maintained. 
You can't slack just because your credit score is in the 700s or the 800s now. You have to continue the behaviors that got you there. And you have to learn to manage multiple lines of credit. A car note, two or three credit cards, laser hair removal, (laughs) meaningful line of credits, meaningful lines of credit, (laughs) right? Things that are, you know, things that are going to reap benefits, okay? Like cash back cards, cards that get you points at hotels, um, cards that get you points at the gas station, like meaningful lines of credit that will help you maintain your 750, your 800 or whatever your score is, okay? So perfect credit score people, yeah, you're, um, you, you, in, you in the conversation too. Okay. Now, last and certainly not least, folks with not so great credit. I don't really like to say bad credit because at the end of the day, like anybody's score could be, you know, low. But when it comes down to it, you never know how or why somebody ruined their credit or how somebody's score ended up where it is. Which is why I love what I do. I love getting on conversa- getting on calls with folks on consultations and hearing their story because it's one of those things that helps you. It helps me as a financial coach understand that most of the time, these were mistakes. Nobody sets out to ruin their credit. Nobody wakes up on a Monday morning and says, you know what? I'm going to ruin my credit today. It's typically something that happens over time. And it's typically something that starts to feel like it's out of your control. It starts to unravel. It's like, wow, I have so much debt, right? And and by the way, we're going to start replacing those statements with, with positive connotations. So if you feel like if you've ever caught yourself saying something like, wow, I have so much debt, right? I need you to to switch that. And I need you to say something like, I have a manageable amount of debt and I am going to pay it down gradually, period. Flip that negative connotation into something positive. And I promise you, shit is going to turn around for you. It's all about positive positioning. I learned that in the many, many leadership classes I have been in. It is all about positive positioning. And it's not just when you're talking to other people, it's when you're talking to yourself as well. That's my financial life coach coming out right there. Um, (laughs) But anywho, right, most people did not set out to ruin their credit. And when you hear the type of things that have happened, it's almost like you could easily get your credit back together because you have the habits and the consistency and the discipline to do so. You just fell on some hard times. And that's just the reality. And especially around this time, that is what I'm hearing from a lot of my potential clients. They just fell on hard times. They know all about credit. They know all about how to maintain credit. But when you don't have it, you don't have it. And it just is what it is, right? When you have to pay your light bill or your credit card, you're going to pay your light bill, period. You got kids in the house. You got, you know, all type of things going on. You're not letting your lights go out. This ain't 04. You don't, you ain't at Union where you could just stay on campus all day, then go home to sleep because your lights is off. No, we're grown. (laughs) We're grown shit going on, Okay. So yeah, if you have to make a choice between a utility bill and a credit card bill, you're going to pay the utility bill. Just as what it is. That's just human nature, right? So with that being said, right? 
because it's not intentional, because ruining your credit is not intentional, right? We have to make sure that we go back to the habits, right? Or that we learn the habits of how to build credit and then how to maintain it. Like we talk to the people with perfect credit, how to maintain it. Once you build your credit back up, it's time. It's absolutely time. Okay. So now what what do we do? What do we do? I've said this time and time again on the podcast, people hire trainers when they want to lose weight at the gym. People hire meal prep folks or whatever, but people will, you know, sit on a couple dollars and not hire a financial coach or a financial advisor while they're trying to get their their money together and their finances together. And it blows my mind, right? Like it's, it's crazy to me that people really think you don't need a trainer for financial fitness. You 100% do. I have a financial advisor right now and I am a financial advisor. But being a financial advisor, that's what lets you know and, and reminds you that you need a financial advisor, period. So when you advise people on their finances, you're like, okay, I have to make sure that I have someone that I'm running my things by and my investments by and my decisions by to make sure that these things are setting me up for success for the future. Right. So when it comes down to getting your credit back up and building your credit back up, it is imperative to hire a professional. It is imperative. There is no not hiring a professional. You're going to find but so much information on YouTube. You're going to find but so much information on Pinterest. I don't care if you go out and find a free dispute letter and you're like, I'm sending this to the credit bureau. Six months later, you don't know why nothing has happened because you don't know what you're doing. No offense. Respectfully, you just don't know what you're doing. And that's okay. This isn't your lane. And we have to be more humble about admitting when something is not our lane. There are plenty of things that aren't my lane and I'm happy to stay away from them or hire someone if I need it done, period. I'm happy to hire someone help me. At the moment, I need a, a professional um, fitness trainer. I'm trying to lose some weight. I need to hire somebody and I will because sure, can I get on my spin bike and lose lose some weight? Sure, but that's not just my goal, Right. My goal is a little more complex than that. It's a little more intricate than that. So when it comes to your credit, you have to think about it like that. Do you just want to see your your credit score increase or do you want to learn how to manage your finances effectively? This is what determines whether or not you're going to put the investment in to turn your credit situation around. I get on consultations with people and they'll say things like, I don't know my credit score. I haven't pulled my credit report in years. Now, let me tell y'all something. If at minimum, all you do is pull your credit report for free, by the way, the link is in my bio on Instagram at your credit queen. You can pull your credit report there. If you at minimum pull your credit report and know your credit score, like that's, that's enough to start the process. But I have people tell me all the time, I don't know what my credit score is. I think it's about this. I haven't pulled my credit report. I don't know what's up there. Let me tell y'all something. 80% of credit reports have mistakes on them. Drops, mic, exit, stage left. 80% of credit reports have mistakes on them. So for my folks who have pulled your credit report lately, is everything accurate? Because if it's not, 
you need a professional to help you get that off. Period. It's so crazy to me that we go to women to to wax our body parts. We go to women to do our hair. We go to 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 barbershops to get haircuts. Like there's a reason you don't line yourself up, king. There's a reason. It's because you need to go to a professional to get it right for it to be perfect. I'm a brow connoisseur. I've had amazing eyebrows since I could remember. I am not putting thread to my own eyebrows. I will mess around and have none. I'm not the professional. That's not my lane. Beauty, cosmetics. I don't wear makeup. Nope. None of that. Maybe some mascara, some lippy for sure. Like I love a good fall lip color, dark red, deep purples, whatever. I'm not about to beat my own face. That's not my lane. It's not what I do. Which is why y'all need to stop trying to repair your own credit. If you don't know what you're doing. I know tons of people. Listen, somebody went off on my TikTok. I'm also on TikTok at your credit queen. Somebody went off on my TikTok because I said, Something to the effect of (laughs) people say you don't need credit repair, but why is your credit score still five something, right? I had a slew of comments from people saying like, I repaired my own credit. I went from a 550 to a 700. That's amazing. And I think that that's great. And I'm not talking to you. If you know how to repair your credit, by all means, have at it. Let's feast. Have y'all seen that TikTok with the tacos? Okay. If you haven't, please look up the TikTok with the hundred tacos. It's like. Listen, it's hilarious. Just look it up. But anyway, right? Like you need a professional. So that's the first thing. But the very first thing, let me back up. Let me back up. The very first thing is pull your credit report. If you even have the slightest inkling in your head, the slightest thought that your credit is not where you want it to be, pull your credit report. I promise you one out of 10 of y'all that are listening is going to find a mistake. I had some credit card. Now I'm going to be, I'm going to keep it a super thousand with y'all. Cause we family, I had a credit card show up on my credit report and close that a zero balance. And it was actually impacting my credit positively. Right. I didn't dispute that because whatever. Right. I truly didn't remember me personally open up, opening up this credit card. Right. But somehow it was there. And all I could assume is that it was somebody I did business with that just opened a line of credit for me. And and that's just what it looked like on my credit report. But since it was reporting positively, I left her right there. Left it right there. We want all the positive credit history. Pay your bills on time. Pay your car notes on time. I can't tell y'all how detrimental it is to pay your car note late. And I know how easy that is. Because it's your car note. It's nine out of 10. It's expensive, right? Like it's probably one of your higher bills besides your rent. And it's due every month. Like I get it. Trust me. I, I've been there. I told y'all my score was in the fives at one point. So we not, we not playing around around here. We not being shy out here, right? I've been there. So pay your bills on time. Pull your credit report. Get your credit score, get some sort of credit monitoring app and hire a professional if you don't know what you're doing. That's all I'm saying. When I started my podcast, I went to the professionals. 
Shout out Insta Podcast. Shout out Jessica Hurley. One time for your mind. I went to the professionals. Y'all would not, this podcast would not be what it is if I didn't decide to go to the professionals. So all of you who reach out to me and and share, and, and I love y'all, by the way, and share how y'all feel about the podcast and give me feedback on the podcast. I appreciate you, but it would be nothing if I didn't go to the professionals. And not only did I go to the professionals, but I went to the best of the best. To the point where they don't just help me manage my podcast, like they motivate me to be better. When I get on calls with my clients, it ain't all business. It ain't all, oh, what's your credit score? What we need to do right now? No, 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 no. Tell me about you. Tell me why you want to fix your credit. Tell me what your goals are. Tell me what you want to do, because guess what? I'm not just going to help you fix your credit. I'm going to hold you accountable. And that's why I have a lot of clients that slip off. They slip off the map. They don't want to be held accountable. I'm going to tell you right now, accountability is one of the best traits that you could ever develop in life. Being accountable for your actions will take you so far. I can't even begin to explain. Accountability. Accountability. And that's what's going to help us be successful in everything that we do is taking accountability for our actions. You ruined your credit. It's okay. I'm that credit person that's going to tell you that that's okay because guess what? I did it and I did it twice. I learned, I saw how detrimental it was to my credit profile to ruin my credit and I did it again. (laughs) I did it again, y'all. So trust me, I don't care if you've ruined your credit five, six times. Just do what's right to get it back where it needs to be because like I said in the last episode, You're not always going to have money, but you'll always have credit. Okay. I thank you guys so, so much for tuning in with me. I hope that you took something from this episode and I hope that it is unfolding and that you are picking up on the story I'm trying to tell here. Credit is king a thousand percent. We have to protect our credit. We have to build it. We have to maintain it. Period. There is no other choice. Rich girls have good credit. And that's just that on that. (laughs) I hope you guys have a fabulous Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in with me and rocking with me. Thank you to, to everyone who reaches out to me on social media, via email, via text, just to share your feedback about the podcast. I'm here for you guys. I'm here to serve you. So if there's something you want to hear about, if there's something you want me to go off on a tangent about, because y'all know that's what I do, please let me know. Hit me up and let me know. I'm looking forward to kicking it with y'all again next Monday. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing week. And again, I thank you so much for rocking out with the Money Mindset Queen. Have a beautiful day. Toodles. You hear that? It sounds like money flowing into your bank account. Thanks so much for tuning in with your girl on the Money Mindset Queen podcast. You made a choice today to grow mentally and financially and to attract abundance. Help someone else out and send this their way because we all deserve a life full of health, wealth, and abundance. And there's no need to wait. Make sure you tag us while listening or head over to Your Credit Queen on Instagram to learn more on how we can snatch your credit score in no time and come up with a plan that works for you to get your finances in order this year. Until next week, remember, rich is hard and broke is hard. You get to choose your heart.